0: In case you missed it, on Newsbreak.
1: Well, certainly, you know we know that the curator was appointed, uh, as you pointed out now, and we knew that the curator did indicate that we he had to collect around 1.5 billion rand for so there to be any hope. And the Reserve Bank has saw the light. In other words, clearly there was no uh, hope for this bank to ever recover. Uh, the asset far uh, was uh, was much less than the actual liabilities. And the bank, then, the bank then proceeded to actually uh, apply for liquidation. So quite honestly, the bank is hopelessly insolvent. And, uh, and now a liquidator has been appointed. And now we're really going to see things happening because we expect the liquidator to now proceed with criminal uh, charges against those people who are accountable for looting almost two billion rand from the bank. And these people must be held accountable. They must be taken to court. They must, somehow or the other, be charged and sent to jail. Once again, I believe that we failed our nation to protect the poorest of the poor, and that is sad.
0: Professor, you are of the opinion, uh, as are many South Africans, that there was no hope of a turnaround at VBS Mutual Bank. And uh, as we know, a number of municipalities uh, had illegal investments in the troubled institutions and, as you say, are set to lose millions of public funds. But is there any way that this could have been avoided in the first instance?
1: Well, certainly, you know, the bank generally, the Reserve Bank, has control over commercial banks. Now, this is typically a mutual bank that was set up with very good reasons in a rural area. And it should have performed its function properly. It should have done well. And these are the kind of banks that South Africa is looking for. You know, we talk about the traditional four big banks. We're not looking towards those kind of banks. We're looking for these kind of mutual banks that will help the rural people in our country. will help the poor people. will help the black people of our country. And certainly the controls in this particular bank were, were laxed and they were... Uh, obviously, somehow or the other are not followed. And as a result, the bank got into trouble. So really, you know, I mean, once again, we make the point that there will be about 20,000 retail depositors, which includes the individuals and stock sales and savings. They will get up to a maximum of 100,000 grand, uh, you know, as part of the, the amount that they may have had with the bank. But beyond that, they're obviously not going to get any money. And they've actually lost. So there's an example of a bank that should work, that hasn't worked, because people do take advantage and it's time our country realized that we have to have controls we have to have things that have to work and that this is the only way we can actually help the poor people of our country
0: and just a final question professor finance minister tito mbuwen said that the funds lost by municipalities in the collapse of vbs mutual offered a dramatic illustration of how greed and corruption impacted the achievements of developmental objectives now the question is what lessons can be learned from this collapsed bank?
1: Well, certainly we, we must uh, take home the fact that this bank collapsed because of poor controls. And we're going to find a way to ensure that, uh, that these banks are properly controlled, that their special attention be paid, perhaps, by the Reserve Bank to these kind of banks. While the bigger banks uh, generally have good controls and they operate well, These smaller banks don't have this kind of control, so the Reserve Bank needs to spend more time and effectively ensure that these banks are properly managed.
0: Professor, thank you so much for your time and thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you, Matthew.
1: News break, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.